Welcome to Worth It or Worthless, a show where every couple weeks we pull a game from my own personal collection of retro games, take off our nostalgia tinted glasses, and decide, is the game good by today's standards, and is it worth the price of admission? I'm your host, Dan, joined as always by my friend Jordan. Jordan, what did we get into today? Today we played Captain America and the Avengers. <laughs> the uh, Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> on Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo. Yeah, we did a version comparison. This we time. did. Yeah, and I don't know if we've done one of these since Battletoads. Battle yeah. And I'm going to have to say this went a little bit better than Battletoads. Yeah, we had some fun this time, unlike... Um, last episode where we played no mercy and i think you had zero fun uh that was what i said yeah yeah and i thought there would be a lot of people out there to back me up on that and i think out of like the dozens and dozens of comments and tweets and stuff that we got about this there were like two of you who agreed with me <laughs> and so um i'm gonna yeah. concede that one to dan yeah Yes, you were correct. I was wrong. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited because in the same way that you love wrestling, today we are covering something that is near and dear to my heart. It's one of the things that I get most excited about in the world, and uh, I'm really excited because I love Marvel Comics. I love the Avengers. Everything about this just spoke to my heart and made me feel just filled with joy. Now, let me stop you before we move on from wrestling. Okay. Because since last episode, WrestleMania happened. It did. I had you over to watch WrestleMania. Yes. So you actually saw some actual wrestling. I did. Just real quick, do do you feel any differently about sports entertainment now that you have lived the life for a few hours? Um, I enjoyed the part where we ate pizza. And I was excited to see Batista because he plays Drax in the Guardians of the Galaxy, but I had to leave before he fought. And so, um, no, it was pretty much exactly what I expected. Yeah. It was fine. It was fine. fine. There were some funny times. Uh, I think I hit my limit. I think it was a good time when I left. Um, but it was funny. It was good for, it was good for a few laughs. I don't think that I'm going to ever feel the same way that you do about it, but that's okay. We'll get you there. <laughs> we'll get you there. All right. So this this game did speak to your heart, though. Yes. You're a big Marvel fan. I am. And you had said you never had really played this. You played the Super Nintendo version once with me a long time ago. Yeah. And didn't remember it being fun. Um. So I was worried because I was like, yeah, we're going to play a game based on a, a Marvel, the Marvel Universe. And I don't know if you guys know this. I'm, I'm sure you do at this point because this episode is going to come out like, a week and a half before Avengers Endgame. And so this is just a good little way to get prepared. So like, yeah, I was excited, but I was a little bit worried that we were going to play this game because I was like, what if it's bad? Like, Is this going to like bum people out heading into the Avengers? Yeah. And I didn't remember having a ton of fun. We didn't, <laughs> I don't remember us making it super far. And I thought I, I thought yeah. it was like really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I came in a little bit worried, but I'm leaving saying that was fun. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't mind playing some more of that. Yeah. Cool. So do you just want to move right into what the game did well then? Yeah, I think we can do that. All right, cool. I think uh, the thing that is really fun about this game and something that that stood out to me and just kept me laughing was that the the plot of this game, the story of this game (laughs) is like the perfect 90s cartoon plot. And it's like a lot of the the Ninja Turtles games we play where you're like, this is the most ridiculous thing ever. You just have to like smile and laugh at it because uh, it features Red Skull. And he gathered together a team of villains using both his great wealth and mind control. Apparently, some of them were swayed by money and some of them needed to be mind controlled. 
it's kind of funny. Like, there's one screen, and it's like, he got together a team of villains using his great wealth, and then it fades away, and the very next screen says, he got together his team using a mind control device. It's like, yeah. well, which was it? Either way. It's like he bought the villains, and then he had to, like, trick them into mind control so that he could convince them to go fight the Avengers or to take over the Earth. Yeah, and it's all, like, bad guys that always fight the (laughs) Avengers, so. Right. Anyway, it doesn't matter, because the whole team of villains is just to slow down the Avengers while the Red Skull builds a giant death laser on the moon that he's going to use to destroy America and the and the whole world. And they, they According supposed, to the story, yes. It's not only going to destroy America, like it specifically yeah. says, but the entire world as well. Yeah, America and the whole world. You know, you could just say it's going to destroy the whole world, and that would include America. But, you know, he's, funny, he's got man. a thing for America. So This yeah, game, though. It's a great like, story. It is about Captain America. It is. And then, like, <laughs> in the story, it, at some point, it's like, America needs you or something. Yeah. Uh, after after a couple of the levels, I think it says, America still needs you. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, I thought we were done. Right. So, yeah, that's, I don't know. The it was story, The story of this definitely, um, it, was, it was one of my favorite parts, just how silly more than usual like normally i just kind of overlook at it or whatever but like this time around it was just something else that was just like constantly making me laugh the whole way through yeah anytime i can get dan pulled into the story you guys know <laughs> i love the story you know i love the cutscenes. and this game we were both uh, we were both loving it so that yeah. was a nice change of pace yeah the uh the genesis version of this game was a more faithful adaptation of the arcade port or i'm sorry the arcade game Whereas the Super Nintendo version, actually made by a different developer and publisher, uh, the arcade version by Data East, so is the Genesis version. And then the Super Nintendo version had like a, an actual less silly translation and story. It's almost like it actually had some localization put into it. Yeah, they definitely had somebody who spoke better English do the translation for the Super Nintendo yeah. version, but it wasn't as fun. You yeah, need, no, it wasn't as the fun. The terrible translation definitely added to the silliness yeah. and... Uh, there was some really good, uh, some really good dialogue. At one point, um, your your heroes, whoever you are, like you can be Captain America, you can be the Vision, you can be Iron Man, and you can be Hawkeye. Is his name the Vision? Yeah, the Vision. Okay. Yeah, I mean sometimes they call him Vision, <laughs> but I think I'm I'm gonna. I'm going to maybe make myself look a little dumb here. I'm not a Marvel expert. I love Marvel. I'm currently reading the Marvel Encyclopedia just a little bit every night before bed. Uh, (laughs) I'm pretty sure his official name is The Vision. Anyway, you can be those four guys. And at one point, you are in the moon base, and you're fighting Ultron. And at the beginning of every little mini boss battle or boss battle, there's like some dialogue, and it's always terribly translated on the Genesis and arcade versions. And it's funny. So you you ask Ultron, where is the laser? And Ultron says, ask the police. <laughs> like, you're on the moon. There's no police. And even if you did ask them, why would they know yeah, where the right? laser is? Uh, <laughs> earlier in the game, earlier in the game, you yell at one of the bad guys and you say, you cannot escape. And then he yells back at you. You will be the one escaping, <laughs> which doesn't make any sense because if he was going to kill you, you wouldn't be escaping. Unless he means like you're going to escape this mortal coil and go on to the next life. Yeah. I don't think he was quite that philosophical, though. Yeah. So, And then maybe the best dialogue is every level begins with uh, Captain America yelling, OK, go. <laughs> and every level ends with like you beat the bad guy and then he yells, 
The Avengers, <laughs> which I'm going to have the hardest time doing now. I'm going to go see Endgame, and they're going to like beat somebody, and I'm just going to want to yell out, The Avengers, because I just can now only think of Chris Evans yelling that out after defeating Thanos <laughs> or something. Like It doesn't make any sense that he yells that, but they do, and uh, I love the terrible dialogue. It's not, it's not a downside. It's definitely yeah. a plus for this game. Yeah, for sure. Another thing that really stands out to me is all the cameos. Which were kind of fun, yeah. like just like popping up, and they're not like the most uh, well-known characters either. Right. You're kind of like, who's that guy? Oh yeah, that's Wonder Man. <laughs> um, but you have you got Quicksilver, who I didn't even realize was Quicksilver until we were like watching the the intro to the game on the arcade version. You get Quicksilver who runs out with like a dinner platter and gives you health, and yeah. you got Wonder Man who gives you these cool air scooters. Yeah. That lets because you know. Hawkeye and Captain America can't fly like uh, Vision and Iron Man can. So they get these like dumpy little looking air scooters (laughs) for the flying levels because this is not just a beat-em-up game. This is also a shoot-em-up game. Yeah. You got this mix of beat-em-up and shoot-em-up. And so it seems like every third level maybe is a shoot-em-up level, Yeah, which is great if you're Iron Man or Vision because you're just flying and you're shooting your lasers and stuff. But They're hybrid levels, really. Yeah, because you true. like you start off on a rooftop in the second level, and you fight a bunch of guys for a couple minutes, and then you hop on your scooters, then you fight a giant robot, which in the arcade version is called Giant Robot, but it really just looks like a sentinel. Oh, it's X-Men. definitely a sentinel, yeah. And then you float down and you fight more guys. Yeah, so the, it's, some it's of the shooting levels happen underwater, mm-hmm. but if you're Captain America or Hawkeye, you're on these funny little scooters because you can't fly, mm-hmm. and you're just zooming through the air and throwing your shield, and it keeps bouncing back to you, or you're firing your arrows. <laughs> But anyway, so Wonder Man gives you those. You also got Namor, who uh, if you, for the right before the underwater level, he pops up and gives you some convenient scuba gear. The <laughs> Submariner, um, the Wasp shows up as a power up. You get her, and she's like an extra projectile kind of. Yeah. You know, you know she she doesn't have a whole lot of uh, characterization in here. She's just yeah. sort of like an extra gun to shoot. Right. And then uh, you also have all the bad guys. There's a bunch of bad guys who I didn't recognize because, like, I haven't read a lot of, like, 90s and late 80s comics. And I'm guessing these where these guys came from. But you do have some more memorable names like Ultron and the Mandarin and Claw and Crossbones who have all shown up in uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So all of these cameos make the game feel like part of a bigger universe. And that's what comic books are all about is just, like, feeling like it's a whole big assortment of all these characters coming together and this game actually did a pretty good job of that yeah i uh one of the i actually wrote down um that you were happy with all of the characters and stuff in the game yes i was for me it was like sort of less uh important than like the gameplay mechanics and things of that nature but it was it was nice to see that they were somewhat faithful to comic book store or comic book uh lore when they were making this one yeah that's that's what i always love like i remember when the first X-Men movie came out and I was like, I want more of this. And then there was a couple more. And I just like, I love this idea of like these big expansive universes, which I think is why I love the Marvel cinematic universe so much is because it's like, we're like 22 movies into it. And it's all these, serious. All, yeah, this is 22. And there's all these TV shows and it's like, you can go as deep as you want in this and like spend a that's ridiculous. Insane. It's awesome. And that's why I love comic books too. And sometimes you don't get that. Like, I'm thinking of, like, some of the the old Spider-Man games, and it's like, well, you're just Spider-Man, and you don't really get a whole lot of, like, interaction with, like, the whole giant world that he's part of. And that's part of why I didn't like 
the old Sony Spider-Man movies either. It's like he shouldn't just be his own guy, like yeah. the only superhero. There's got to be all this other stuff going around. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that definitely did add to the game for me, just the fact that there was all of these villains and, and good guys that just popped in, and even if they were only there just to, like, throw you a plate of food or give you a, <laughs> an air scooter or whatever or some scuba gear, it felt nice. It was like, yeah, this is part of a bigger world. Yeah. What for you stood out as something good? Uh, I I felt like the game didn't overstay its welcome. No. Um, we played both versions of it. We played the Genesis version a couple times. So we started with the Genesis version. We played that for probably 40-ish minutes. Yeah. Uh, then we got a game over towards the end of the game. And then we switched to the Super Nintendo version, played a few levels of that before we got a game over, and then switched back to the Genesis version. And I didn't find myself um, specifically with the Genesis version. Super Nintendo version is a different story, but I didn't find myself sick of the game. No, yeah. Um, I was still having fun. The Genesis version, I will say, is more fun than the Super Nintendo version. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that, too. Um, I might dig into that and what the game doesn't do so well. Yeah, I've got uh, a lot of stuff in there, too. In a bit, but... Overall, like the beat 'em ups can easily overstay their welcome for sure. And this one I felt like was a lot of fun. I don't know if it was because I was playing it with you, if I would have had the same experience playing it by myself, but I will say, like, playing it as long as we did with somebody who appreciates the source material made this game fun for me. And I'm not sick of it at all. I feel like you might be throwing some shade at me because I didn't appreciate your thing. And now I feel bad that I didn't appreciate your thing. There's no shade at all. I feel so bad. Like I just, I've, I should have supported you. And you your... supported me by coming to my house and watching some WrestleMania. Okay, so all right, we're good. We're good. I'm, I'm glad that we, that you had fun today, and that I don't think at the end of this episode you're gonna say that that was the least fun you ever had. <laughs> <laughs> video game. I, that may have been some hyperbole, but it's sort of what I specialize in. So I'm not uh, gonna yeah. go backtracking now. Um, I, I think that to that point of it not overstaying its welcome, there's a couple things that really helped it out with that. The first being that it does switch it up between the beat 'em up and the shoot 'em up yeah. levels. And that definitely helps break it up. So like anytime you feel like, well, I've been doing this for a while, here's a new thing. And another thing is just that the fact that it has easy mode, especially yeah. in the Sega version, the easy mode was actually easy and you got seven continues mm-hmm. every time you die and you have to recontinue. You can choose a new character. So you're like, okay, I was just playing as Captain America for a while. I want to try being Iron Man. Yeah. That helps break it up. Um, it keeps your same score running through all of your continues, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. Some games restart your score every time you continue. And uh, just the fact that it was actually easy. And I felt like we didn't beat the game. The Genesis version. Yeah, the Genesis version. We didn't beat the game. Um, but I feel like if we actually sat down and like went for it, we could do it. Yeah. And I don't always feel that way in beat em up games. And so mm-hmm. I, I think the fact that there was definitely some difficulty there. It didn't just hand it to you. Yeah. Um, and the fact that it switched it up so much is what made it not overstay its welcome. Yeah. Um, there's also, like, not really cheats for this one. No, which so, is weird. So, like, without... I didn't look into much of what the Game Genie offered, but even I think the best that it, it offered was, like, continue with 750 health or something <laughs> like that. Which would definitely but, help you because you normally but, start around 100, I think. Yeah, normally we try to beat these games, but it didn't, it didn't happen this time. But we got to pretty close to the end. Because we did watch a version comparison video that showed the arcade Genesis and SNES versions all running, and it looked like we we oh had we were close like yeah a few minutes left of the game. Oh man, if we, we had lost. a couple more lives, we could have destroyed that giant laser and saved the United States and the world. Right, <laughs> it would have been glorious. <laughs> um, 
the last thing I really, uh, or one of the last things that I have is the music was pretty decent. Yeah. Um, it's, it wasn't particularly like amazing, but it was, no. it, it was appropriate for it. It, it felt very heroic. <laughs> it did feel very heroic. Uh, <laughs> On the Super Nintendo version, the music was not as great. The Genesis was definitely better. Yeah. Um, and on the Super Nintendo, for some reason, I just could only hear the cymbal, and the cymbal was very loud. <laughs> but on the Genesis version, yeah, the music was good. It definitely felt heroic. It definitely didn't have like the same levels like some of the Konami games we played. No. Yeah. But it was fine. It wasn't distracting. It didn't like take away from the game. Yeah. It's it's something I would put more towards the positive column than yeah, the negative column. For sure. For sure. All right, I think we're ready. You want to move on to what the game didn't do so well? So, well, one last thing that okay. I think that the game actually did well is the characters actually, there's a little bit of variety with the different characters. Yeah. Um, like with Vision, you have projectiles that you can like throw and uh, like in the air and stuff, you'll throw a projectile, whereas Captain America will do like a shield attack. Um, and wow. so there's just a little bit of, of variety between the different characters. They're not all exactly the same, which is nice. Yeah, they all have a projectile attack because Hawkeye shoots his arrows, Cap throws his shield, and it actually bounces back too. I think mm-hmm. Captain America is probably the best character in the game because yeah. his projectile goes out and comes back, and so you yeah. can hit somebody twice. Iron Man shoots his uh, ion blast or whatever they're called. Yeah. Uh, and then Vision shoots whatever light beam things yeah and uh yeah they also have like a, a shield move where you can like vision lets bolts go through them and everybody else has kind of just got like a, a shield kind of thing mm. so there's a, there's a little bit of depth you're mostly doing like punching and kitchen kicking and uh projectile attacks and i think both of us kind of favored the projectiles trying to stay away from guys and try to stay alive yeah yeah, yeah. for sure all right but. moving on to what this game does badly and I think for me, the biggest thing is just the lack of A-list characters. You know, you got, <laughs> this is a big deal. I mean, a lot of this is just like now, like, I don't know who the Avengers lineup was at the time this game came out, but the fact that you have a game that features uh, Wonder Man instead of like somebody like Spider-Man or the Hulk <laughs> or Thor, who have like been huge characters throughout the Marvel universe. And it's like, who made that decision? Who decided to put Quicksilver in there instead of you know Spider-Man and so that was kind of a bummer just I feel like there was an opportunity there for some of these more A-list characters I don't know what the licenses was like but now looking back at it as somebody who has grown up the last 11 years with the the Marvel Cinematic Universe and we've you know the the group of Avengers that we have isn't the exact same one that they would always have in the comic books and some of that's due to licensing Mm -hmm. and now a lot of that's going to be more open to Disney since they own every single thing in the world except for uh, Spider-Man, kind of. But they have him anyway. But uh, looking back on it now, if you're a person who's like never played this game and you're into the Marvel Universe and you're like, I want to go back and play this game because it sounds fun, you might be like, who the heck is Wonder Man? Yeah, but all of, Namor. The, all of the playable characters, though, are now sort of A-list yeah. like Marvel Cinematic Universe characters. So you kind of get to see an old version of those characters yeah for sure like vision in this one is like the old school white vision so he's just like this mm-hmm. glowy yellow dude he's not going to look like the vision that you know and love from the movies but even like if you were putting together a list of four characters today uh from the the modern avengers team vision's probably not going to make the cut 
I don't know, man. He's got like an infinity stone in his head. No, he's super and, like, powerful. I would say like he almost might be too broken. Like, you know, he like <laughs> nobody's actually going to get a melee attack on him. He can like phase through anything. So, yeah. But I mean, just imagine this game. Take out Vision, put in Thor in there. That'd be pretty sweet. Throwing his hammer. Yeah. Just like beating people up, flying. Like, I feel like. I feel like Thor is just as broken in the scenario that the game takes place in as Vision would be. Okay, I'm I'm less of a gameplay because they don't make him broken (laughs) in the game. But, like, I don't know. Obviously, Hulk would be too big. Spider-Man would be a whole different, like, play style. I don't think it would really work with, like, swinging and stuff. But Thor could easily be that fourth play spot. Don't worry. We have maximum carnage for that. Yeah. So There's another... Chestnut. Well, we got a we got a Spider-Man yeah. movie coming out this summer. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll have to play a Spider-Man game. But for me, I mean, this is this is kind of nitpicky, but I feel like it's just lacking some of those A-list characters, and that was something that stood out to me as something that where this game lacks. Okay. Yeah. I I, I okay. I'm just Dan. <laughs> I'm speaking my truth, okay, and I just want you to accept it. Oh. Uh, what else? Um, one of the things that's just kind of a bummer is how different it feels between the super nintendo and genesis versions yeah and it's hard to be like yeah this is a a sweet game you should go out and play it because if you pick it up on super nintendo or you pick it up on genesis or play it in the arcade you might have a completely different experience than somebody else yep and i feel like the genesis version was just a lot more fun it was more accessible with the easy mode that was actually easy Um, it gives you seven continues whereas the super nintendo one only gave you five and then the bad guys were just a lot harder uh, yeah. you the movement felt weirder you kind of like floated a little bit more and uh, everything about it just felt a little bit worse than the Genesis version it looked a lot better yeah the graphics were were way better on the Super Nintendo version um, but it just didn't feel as good and it didn't feel as accessible yeah I completely agree um, the Super Nintendo version is superior only in the graphical department um, most of my list of what the game doesn't do well is actually critiques of the Super Nintendo version. <laughs> That's pretty true for myself. Um, because we played the Genesis version first, and I, while I think the Genesis version could use a little bit of polish, um, it's not uh, the highest quality beat 'em up I've ever played. No, it's certainly not um, Hyperstone Heist or any of the Ninja Turtle games, or not even it doesn't even feel as good as a game like Streets of Rage or any of the games that the beat em ups that feel really good, the really big ones. But it's a tolerable beat em up and it's not the Genesis version specifically doesn't have anything that's like, this is really not fun to play. It could just be a little bit better. And watching the the video of the arcade version, it looks like the arcade version actually had some of that good feel to it. But the Super Nintendo version uh just didn't feel good to play. No. And like we would get stun locked on the Super Nintendo version. Oh yeah, because they would give you like I don't know a, a a second and a half, two seconds of invincibility when you take damage. So a guy would be across the screen shooting projectiles at you over and over and over again. Yeah, you'd and stand you, up just in time to get hit by another laser and yeah. fall back down again. And we played both of them on easy, but the Genesis version just the enemies died a little bit easier, and you just it, there's way more fun to be had with the Genesis version than the Super Nintendo version. I I have written down uh, at the end of level two on the Super Nintendo version, I had one life left. Yeah. (laughs) And like at the end of level two on the Genesis version, I think I had six lives left. Yeah. And so that's like... We might have made it through the first two levels without losing a life. Yeah. So the Super Nintendo version just, it just isn't, man, 
I don't know. It looks good, but it's not nearly as fun as the Genesis version. Yeah, with a game like this, I want to pick it up and I want to feel like a superhero and I want to just like be beating the crap out of everybody. And uh, it was definitely harder to get that feeling on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. Um, one of the kind of funny things that happened on the Super Nintendo version, and I put this in the bad just because uh, it seems like they didn't really pay close attention when they were making the game, is in the shoot 'em up parts. Uh, Iron Man's lasers came out of his armpit. <laughs> not even remotely close to his hand. Like I'm not like exaggerating. It was definitely coming not anywhere near where he'd be shooting it from. And Vision's lasers, <laughs> Vision's lasers came out of his bathing suit area, and it out of the center of his sprite. Yeah, like it was uncomfortable. It was weird. It just looked hilarious. It looked it looked weird, and it's like, how did anybody test this game or like play this game? And the developers not be like, oh, yeah, we should probably scooch that over a little bit to have the origin be, I don't know, out of his outstretched hand that's supposed to be shooting lasers. Right. So <laughs> it was just kind of bizarre and felt like they didn't really pay very close attention, which is weird because in every other aspect of the Super Nintendo version, it's the more faithful adaptation. Like they, they recreated a lot of the cutscenes that the arcade version had. It did a better job of recreating like the backgrounds and the sprites and stuff. I mean, it's still a lower quality version than an arcade machine because it doesn't have the same power, but it was just weird. Like little things like that, that got missed. Uh, this is kind of a nitpicky one that's just kind of funny, but in those same shoot 'em up levels, Hawkeye actually like stands up to fire his arrows and it's like, wow, that's like a little bit of detail. Like nobody else has like an animation when they're attacking. Because mm-hmm. remember, they're on those little scooter things yeah. flying through the sky and he sh- stands up to shoot over the obnoxiously large uh, windscreen that's blocking <laughs> flies or whatever. I don't know. But <laughs> Captain America just stays sitting on his scooter like a goober with his knees like up to his chest and he's like huck- <laughs> hucking his shield over the top of the, the windscreen <laughs> and it was just kind of funny. So all of the animations in the uh, shoot 'em up levels on the Super Nintendo are just kind of goofy, except for Hawkeye's, which was actually like really cool. And they went out of their way to make his cool and they forgot to like spend any time on anybody else. Yeah, but on the Super Nintendo version, uh, the little avatars next to the their health, they all look like they have a little smirk on their face. <laughs> this really bothered is, you. It really did bother me because it just, I mean, you're superheroes. You know, you're, you're saving the world. You're saving yeah. America and the world. Yes, taking it seriously. <laughs> and it just looks like they all have just like this slightest smirk on their face well at when you first start when you start a continue or a new life or whatever your guy like their their picture their little profile picture uh avatar picture like they look happy or whatever and then like the more damage they take like they start to look like sullen but they didn't do that in the super nintendo version that was no they were just always smiling in the arcade and the genesis version oh man their the picture changed when they took damage or whatever but the super nintendo version was just this static like smirking looking real avenger Which is weird, like Iron Man can't even smile, like he doesn't have facial control over his helmet or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Um, all right, I have one last thing, and it's kind of ridiculous, but it's also very much me. And this game left me wanting more cutscenes. <laughs> because all of the times like that you came up against somebody and there was some dialogue, it was so funny. And they have these little like screens that would pop up between levels that would like give you the story. It was like comic book pages. Yeah, like comic book pages. So during the level, you're just fighting everybody. And then between levels, it would tell you like, oh, this is what Red Skull's doing now. And I just wanted more of that. And I wanted like there to be some animations because 
the sprite work for like uh red skull was actually kind of creepy yeah and uh it was funny because they actually had like the voices in there of people doing like their lines and i know that it probably wasn't possible on the the console at the time but i just wanted more of that because it was so good and i left feeling like oh there just should have been a little bit more yeah i don't know dan i know you can't appreciate it but it just it it makes me feel so immersed in the game yeah just really makes me feel like i'm i'm sure. part of the team you want to be part of the 91, i want to be 91 avengers an avenger yeah um not so much hawkeye um because they did hawkeye so bad in this game they they got like the little <laughs> thing at the beginning of the game where it's like giving their bios for everybody and like it's like captain america super soldier iron man genius inventor vision adventurer like eh, (laughs) i don't really ever remember him being an adventurer but okay i mean he has adventures as a superhero and then you get hawkeye and it says occupation security guard it's like he's a founding (laughs) member of the avengers you're gonna call him a mall cop and he also has good eyesight yeah good eyesight it's one of the supervision or something it's like well yeah i mean (laughs) forget the fact that he can like hit anything he shoots or throws but yeah he's got good eyesight and he's a security guard so i just i'm sure maybe that was another lost in translation uh, thing which is, i think is why i want more of the cutscenes, just for more of the bad translations it's just yeah, it's know, great man. it's so good oh well are you ready to to move uh, on to the next segment then i think so i'm ready i feel good right. i feel great i'm ready let's right, do this so what we're gonna we're gonna split this up between the two versions, okay? Because we had distinctly that's different fair. Experiences. No, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, so, what would you pay for your experience with the Genesis version? With the Genesis version, I had a lot of fun. If that, like, I know, like with licenses and all that stuff, it's probably never gonna happen. But if like a Data East collection popped up or whatever, this showed up in the eShop because that's that's my reality. Mm-hmm. I would like pay like ten bucks to play this. Like, it's a yeah. fun game. Like, it's a it's a you know, a, a franchise that I love. I could talk my wife into beating up Ultron with me. Yeah. Attacking the Red Skull. Like it's a it's a fun game. It's goofy. It's easy enough that like you don't feel like you're not having fun. So yeah, I'd, I'd pay like ten bucks, which is a a good amount of money for like an old port. Yeah. Um. For me. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Ten bucks. So by Jordan to Dan dollars, I should be saying about sixty. Yeah. <laughs> definitely not a $60 game. No. Um I think somewhere in my gut I'm feeling 15-ish okay. on this one. Nice. Uh yeah, I think that's a that's a pretty pretty fair, especially like compared to the Super Nintendo version. I'm really glad. I've had the Super Nintendo version for a really long time, but I think I've had the Genesis version for less than a year, I want to say. Okay. I feel like I picked it up last summer. So um, did you know that the Genesis version was a better version or were you like surprised to feel like it was like a different experience? So I had heard rumblings, I think online. And I think we had talked about this in the past at some point where you had put it on your Christmas list or something. I did. I put this on my Christmas list for like three years in a row and on Amazon yeah. and nobody, none of my family members took the bait. So, <laughs> so yeah, I felt like I had, I had expected the Genesis version to be better and then today, when I finally actually shot out the two versions side by side, one after the other, I found a much better experience with the Genesis version. Yeah. So I, th- I feel like 15 to 20 is okay. probably where I'm going to land on, nice. on the experience with the Genesis version. Okay. 
what would you pay for your experience with the Super Nintendo version? Okay, so I would be less inclined to buy the Super Nintendo version on like an eShop kind of thing. So this would be more like if I saw a copy of it in the wild just because it's a retro game with like some pretty sweet artwork and the the Super Nintendo artwork is actually pretty cool and yeah. I wouldn't mind having that like on my shelf. Um, so I would be less inclined to pay for it like in the eShop, but I, if I saw it like floating around at a thrift store for $10, I'd be likely to pick it up just like as a wow. thing to have, okay. not to play. But if it was in the eShop, the Super Nintendo version, like ah, it would be hard. I'd be like $5 just because like if it's there and that's my only option yeah. and it's still a cool game, I'd be likely to pick it up around five bucks, but wow. I wouldn't go more than that. I don't think. Um, for me, I, so I found myself exhausted with the Super Nintendo version. Yeah. About two minutes into it. Yeah. See, I would be bummed, but like, yeah, I don't know if I'd pay five bucks for it actually. Yeah. Cause I'm thinking like I would pay $3 for the Super Nintendo version. Okay. Like yeah, I just straight up. It's just, it's not a fun version of this game. It's not. It's especially, I think part of that is just magnified because we played it side by side with the Genesis one. I don't know if like if you only had the Super Nintendo one and we came in here and I was super excited about the Avengers and all that, I probably would have like forced myself to like it more. But it just is by far um, not as good as this as the Sega Genesis version. Yeah. See, but even for me, like it's the one I've had for so long and it's been like frustrating because I, it's almost been confusing because I don't think for a long time I knew that the Genesis version was so much better. Yeah. And it was like when I acquired this game for Super Nintendo what, probably over 10 years ago at this point, um, I was, like, confused by how much <laughs> I more, like, I was expecting from it because I had played the Genesis version growing up. Okay. And then when I started collecting, you know, Super Nintendo games or whatever, I was like, why is this not as good as I remember it? Yeah. And now, today, I understand yep. why it's not as good as I remember it. Cause yeah, I that makes total version. sense. So, yeah, I mean, for me, it's just, like, three dollars like i just didn't have like any fun with the super nintendo version i'm gonna like, i'm gonna amend mine uh for the chart on uh, my official thing is gonna be three dollars also okay you've you talked me $3. down All right. yeah i'm trying to I, yeah. I had one lens of nostalgia still in and I, I removed it yeah and i'm gonna drop it down to three dollars yeah for those of you keeping score at home right erase um, the five <laughs> yeah and the reason it happened is just it's, just, it's a different developer and a different publisher. Yeah. You know, this game got licensed to somebody else and they were making a port of the same game that was not as good as the port by the original publisher. Yep. Like, I don't know. So it makes sense how it happened, but at the same time, it's just like, it just feels so much less balanced and less fun. Even on easy, it's not easy. Yep. So yeah, I don't, I'm not a fan of the Super Nintendo version of this game at all. So what do you what do you think that the Genesis version is trending for on eBay? Okay. Um this is the first one that I kind of sort of have an idea on cuz like I said I did have it on my Christmas list at one point on Amazon. I don't remember if I had the Sega or the Super Nintendo version on my wish list, but I think it was the Sega version and I feel like it was maybe around 20 bucks, but that was again like 3 or 4 years ago. Mhm. So maybe it went up, especially with like how big the Avengers are right now. Uh, I'm going to have to say $30. I'm just going to say both of them $30 because I have no okay. idea which one would be more or less. Wow. Yeah. 
So the Genesis version, the, it kind of wildly varied. I saw huh. from like 12 to 30. Whoa. Um, That's a big gap. It is a big gap. So I looked at price charting, which takes a look at more stable trends. I think the eBay algorithm changes what it says it's trending for based on the condition. Okay. Um, because a lot of the times it'll say different trending numbers for different. Like did somebody's little brother chew on this one? Is there like half yeah, a label? Yeah, pretty much. But price charting says twenty dollars. Okay. Genesis version. All right. Should have um, stuck with my original. So yeah, I think about twenty dollars. But I saw, like I said, as low as like twelve. And you can. It looks like you can get a complete copy for about forty dollars for the Genesis. Dang. Uh, that, I don't think that's complete with the Captain America pin that originally came. With yeah, I noticed the your Genesis box. Version. Your box had a sticker on it that said um, "pin inside," but yeah. you, you don't have the pin. I think I saw a listing on eBay with the pin for it had sold for like a hundred dollars or something. Not, like I mean, that. as far so, as I don't retro game collecting goes, but it might have been in crazy. mint condition with the pin and all that stuff. So, but complete copy, forty bucks, loose cartridge, twenty or less is probably what you can get that one for. I'm going to say, um, and I'm not a math guy, but I think that the average of 40 and 20 is 30. I'm going to call that a win. I'm taking it. 12 to 30 was the range that I saw on eBay. Okay, but that that has the number 30 in it, so I'm going to take that as a win. If you take the average. No, we're not doing the average anymore. I changed my mind. (laughs) Too much math. This is a a math-free podcast. Okay. $30, I win. Okay. And so are you still going to say $30 for the Super Nintendo version? Uh. I feel like Super Nintendo stuff is like it's a worse game, but like I feel like whenever we post stuff about Super Nintendo, people get way more hype about it than Sega stuff. So I'm gonna stick yeah. with my thirty. Okay. Uh, You're so, looking at me like that was a bad choice. Yeah, no, I'm well, sticking it, with it. It was a bad choice. Dang um, it! The eBay number on that one is trending like thirteen to twenty. Okay. Another range. So price charting says that that one's trending at thirteen seventy five. With a complete copy for fifty six dollars on the Super Nintendo. All right. So yeah, you were you were way off. I was way off as usual. Unlike last week when I or last episode where you were right, pretty dead on, right? I think I had like two in a row. Yeah. And I almost got three. I don't remember. But there's also a Game Gear and a Game Boy version of this. I didn't look up what the game or I don't remember what the Game Gear version is for. I'm sure those Um, are really faithful adaptations of the arcade game. You know, I watched some videos of them, yeah. and they actually look like they tried to keep the spirit of the game as much as possible. But instead of it having like a 3D plane that you could like walk up and down, it was just walking left to right and jumping. Okay. But it looked like they, it looked about like what you would expect a handheld <laughs> port of these games looked like. Yeah. Um, Game Boy version, uh, price charting said it was $40. <laughs> Wow. Did the Game Boy version have like the shoot 'em up levels too, or is it just beat 'em ups? I don't remember. Like, because I only okay. watched a couple minutes and I was kind of skipping through the video. Yeah. You know, just trying to see what it was. There's that's also uh, an NES version of Captain America and the Avengers, but that's just like a bad Contra clone from the few minutes that I watched of it. Okay. Um. So, not even close to the same game. It really looks like, like they were trying uh, to. People the- still have Nintendos, right? We should. Probably well, it was uh, 1991. <laughs> I mean, so that's true. The yeah. Super Nintendo was out, I think, in Japan at that point, but it hadn't come out in the U.S. Okay, so they were just trying to cash in, yeah, and all those people so, had Nintendos. Lots of people still had Nintendos. Anyways, so yeah, um, twenty dollars for the Genesis version, worth it or worthless? Twenty bucks for the Genesis version, yeah. I, w- I mean, I gotta say that's worth it. Yeah, 
um, for the actual cartridge. Uh, I would, I it would be hard for me to pay that much for like a digital version. But we're talking about the cartridge. Yeah. I feel like if you want to play this game, if you're a big Avengers fan and you're looking for a good retro experience for a Marvel franchise, like twenty bucks for the Genesis version, that's the good version. I mean, I say that's worth it. Yeah, I would say it's worth it too. Uh, I have box and cartridge. I don't have the manual, and I paid twenty dollars for that. Dang. Now the box is the plastic's a little bit like torn up. There's like a strip of plastic missing from it. Um, so it's not in great condition, Yeah, but I paid $20 for it and I feel like, yeah, I'm glad that I paid $20 for it. It was definitely worth it. Uh, super Nintendo version, 1375. Worth uh, it or I would say that one's worthless. I 13 bucks for a worse version. Like if you've got an extra seven bucks laying around, go get the Genesis version. If you don't have an extra seven bucks laying around, like skip a couple coffees or collect a couple cans or something and, and get your seven bucks and then go get the Genesis version. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, for me, I got to say the Super Nintendo version is worthless. Yeah. At anything over $3, <laughs> anything over $5. I just feel like, I feel like the Super Nintendo version of this game is just bad. It's just like full stop bad. And the was- Genesis version is actually fun. Yeah, if there was like a way bigger difference in price and like you just really wanted to experience this game, then that would be one thing. But since they're not that far apart in price, I, I just it would be hard to justify the Super Nintendo version. Yeah, especially since there's not even like cheats. Like we got to what the third level? We ba- I, you scraped by the, the third level I underwater. Just, yeah, I just got past the underwater level and started the underwater base, and then and then I lost. And for as many years as I've owned this game on super Nintendo. That's about as far as I've gotten every single time that I've played it. Yeah. And so it's, it's not one of those things where it's like, it seems to get easier or there's a way to master it. It's just cheap AI with not enough invincibility frames. The easy mode is too hard. Like there's just a lot of reasons why the game isn't fun. And it's just a terrible version of this game that you shouldn't. Yeah. Buy. And we'll reiterate this again. Cause I mean, it's just part of our, our core philosophy here like we don't really care about getting good at hard games like we want to have fun playing games and uh there's always the people online whenever we post a clip they're like you guys used infinite lives or you guys played on easy mode why don't you get good it's like well why don't you have fun playing a game because that's all i'm trying to do yeah to some extent i mean it depends on what it is you know like some of these games are artificially hard like yeah. the Super Nintendo version of this game, like there's no reason you should get stun locked by projectiles. There's like no reason. <laughs> no, there's that, nothing fun about that. That in the first level of the game, you should lose 75% of an entire life. Yeah. Because you got stun locked by an enemy from across the screen and you couldn't get up and move. Like there's no. no reason why a game should be designed that way. And the arcade and Genesis versions don't have that problem. So, yeah. They're just more fun, more balanced versions of the game. So. Get those instead yep. and just pretend like the Super Nintendo version doesn't exist unless you're a completionist. Yep. Well, I think uh, I think that's probably going to wrap things up, right? I think that does. I hope that you guys enjoyed listening to this. I hope that it got you a little bit excited for Avengers Endgame. If you're listening to this right when it comes out, it's coming out in like a week and a half. If you're like, I don't even know if it's that long, right? I, I thought don't it was know. coming out the same week. We're dropping this Tuesday which is like a week and a couple of days. So yeah, it's like less, it's like 10 days or okay. eight day, nine days. I, I don't know. We're doing it. math again. Yeah. So yeah, if you're like binge listening to this later, maybe it has inspired you to <laughs> go watch some Marvel movies. Yeah. Um, yeah but I think that's going to do it for this episode. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Yeah. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye. Bye.
If you have any questions or feedback, feel free to email us at worthitorworthlesspodcast at gmail.com. And if you're interested in staying up to date with the show, follow us at WIOW Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a review and subscribe if you want to hear more. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the show. We sincerely appreciate it. Talk to you next time.